Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of It's Okay with Yakeen Sadie. Hello, my name is Yakeen. I'm your hostess for this podcast. If this is your first time on this podcast, hi and welcome. I'm going to say it again. My name is Yakeen. I'm 15 years old, and this is my podcast. On this podcast, I talk about mental health, body image, nutrition, topics that I think should be normalized and that I, sh- that I think should be talked about more and topics that I just find interesting overall. Great, so now that you know what this podcast is about, you can share it to people who you think will like this podcast, and you can share it on your social media so that more people can listen to it. Now I'm going to tell you what this episode is all about. In this episode, as you may have guessed from the title, is all about self-help. I'm going to be talking about how I view self-help, the pros and cons of self-help and different types of ways that you can help yourself in your daily life to get better in a difficult situation so now without further ado let's get into it shall we the official definition of self-help. Self-help is the use of one's efforts and resources to achieve things without relying on other people. It's also, it's basically a way for you to get better on your own without needing other, other, (laughs) without needing other people support or help. So basically you're all on your own. I personally don't like this definition a whole lot for me i would define self-help as choosing you choosing making the decision on your own to do certain actions in order for you to get better for example if it's you taking the decision to um go to therapy if you need to or taking a minute to just breathe. For me, that's self-help. It's not, and it can be around other people. It's just you taking the initiative to take the time to take care of yourself in order for your mind, body, and soul to get better. So that is how I would define self-help. I don't think that um, the definition of you doing everything without any other people's help is a good definition because I feel like it it just limits the things that you can do and it would consider self-help not being therapy, which I think is completely untrue. I think that therapy is one of the most important things you can do to help yourself. But I'm going to talk about that later on. Um, so again, for me, self-help is make taking the initiative and taking actions with your choice to make yourself get better whatever those actions may be what are the benefits of self-help self-help has so many benefits it's empowering because it's you getting to know yourself better and it's you learning how to make yourself feel better because a lot of the time people are kind of like disconnected from their emotions and their feelings and situations like whether that's denial or just not paying close enough attention to them it's 
you know, again, you get to know yourself better, it makes you feel good about yourself because you're working on yourself to get better, which only can only have um, good outcomes with yourself. So you're a wiser person about yourself. You know yourself better. You know how to handle different situations. It's genuinely really important for everyone to you know, practice self-help a lot, even if it's a small action. Um, in the second part of the episode, I am going to talk about different types of self-help and what you can do, so um, don't worry about that. <laughs> self-help is also something really personal to you. Um, and the whole idea is, for me at least, the whole idea is that it's your choice, you're deciding how you're gonna how you're gonna um help yourself get better how you're gonna help yourself be better even if you're already at a very good point in your life how you're gonna help yourself get even better so help self-help doesn't only have to be in difficult situations but also even at good points in your life so that you have those tools to help yourself in the in future negative situations or in situations where you would ask other people for help you instead first you connect to yourself and your emotions and ask yourself first what you need so those are the benefits of of self-help the self-help also has a few i'm gonna say like cons so like pros and cons I don't know what's the opposite of benefit. I don't know if you look that up. <laughs> um, so there are a few cons about self help, and that's mainly comes from. Um, there's a lot of books on self help, but a lot of them are talking about how you always need to think positively, how you need to um, do certain things, and I think that that's kind of goes against the whole concept of self-help because self self-help again is you deciding what to do with a situation and how you can make yourself better so always thinking trying to think positive positively <laughs> isn't always good because then you're in denial of emotions and you know there are messages behind different reactions and when you kind of cut off um the the reactions and the emotions that are considered negative, you're disconnecting from yourself, which goes against the entire concept of self-help. I actually talked about this in, um, I think it was, let's talk about accepting your emotions. Um, I talk about connecting to your emotions. So if you're interested in that, you should definitely go listen to that one. Um, so again, I'm going to do a little quick summary. Benefits of self-help is that it helps you connect more to yourself, it's empowering, and it helps you with your daily life in good and bad situations. And kind of like the cons of self-help again are that books, a lot of books related to self-help tell you to think a certain way and act certain ways, which disconnects you from your true emotions and ends up can... Whoa. (laughs) can make you go into denial about certain things so those are the cons pros and cons of self-help 
Another question that I find is really interesting is, can I practice self-help and go to therapy at the same time? And the answer is 100% yes. Again, I think that self-help doesn't mean um, getting better without the help of other people. It's you making the decision to get better. And however you do that is your choice. Um, But yes, it is you taking the decision, as long as it's your decision to go to therapy and you see that you need it and you see that no, that going to therapy will help you or will give you benefits and the tools that you need to advance in you know, your relationship with yourself or with other people um, or wherever you would need to, to see a therapist for. Um, as long as it's your decision and you notice that on your own, um, then a hundred percent that's self-help because again, you're deciding, um, on your own to go. All right. So we're kind of going to go with the, um, the format from last week's episode as well, where I give, you know, the definition and everything of the topic that I'm talking about. And then I'm going to talk about my experience with the topic and then part two. And then next week, I'm going to do an episode um, with History with Keen. So that's a little disclaimer before I get into me. <laughs> okay, so now let's. I'm going to talk about how I practice self-help. Self-help is actually relatively new to me. I'm, I'm trying to do it a lot more. Um, and something that really helped me was emotional agility. I really want to do an episode on this because this is such an interesting topic. I also talked about this in Let's Talk About, what was it? Accepting Our Emotions. Um, I talked about this a bit. And um, accept, uh, oh, whoa. emotional agility is um, noticing how you're feeling and then taking the time yourself to understand the message behind that certain emotion and taking further steps for you to take in that emotion take in everything and then move on instead of going in emotional denial um so and it's this is a theory and practice by susan david who is a harvard professor and She's just so freaking amazing. Anyway, um, so I'm kind of realizing that uh, I'm doing self-help thanks to emotional agility, but I also started um, unknowingly um, to practice self-help, uh, I guess. I'd say maybe a year ago, solid year ago, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that was when I had made the decision to go to therapy. So um, my mom, before I had decided to go, was kind of kept telling me to, you know, Yakin, you should go to therapy. I think that it would be really good for you if you go see someone to talk about things. And I was really close about this thing. And the thing is, you can't really force anyone to go to therapy because when you do... It's they're not going to therapy because they know that they need the tools. They know that they need 
help from somebody else to get better. They're going in because someone has told them that they need help without them fully realizing that they need to. And I th- and people, I feel like you need to let people understand that they need help. You need people to let them figure out by themselves, oh shit, yeah, I need I need someone to help me out right now. And so I kind of realized that um that I needed, you know, external help and I went and I got so much like that it really helped me. Therapy really really helped me. And I consider that an action of self-help because I was connected to you know, my emotions, what my mental health needed and I took actions accordingly. And now I do smaller actions of self-help that actually make me so much better. So I let myself cry if I need to cry. I I do things that I enjoy, whether that's art or watching a movie. Um, or, you know, it could be really anything as long as it makes you feel good. Um, and for me, it's art. I love art so much. When I see that, you know, I kind of need to tune out of the world and just kind of tune in to myself and my emotions. I tend to, you know, do a creative makeup look or do um, paint something or draw something. I also really enjoy reading and all those all for me are self-help because it's ways for me to enjoy myself. It's ways for me to, you know, release those good hormones um, and endorphins. So... That is how I practice self-help. I'm going to, as like I said in the second part of this episode, I'm going to talk about different ways that you can practice self-help. And a lot of the ones that I said right now are going to be in that part too. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to do new things regarding self-help. I'm trying to do it a lot more often. Something I just started doing a few weeks ago um, was taking care of my skin in the morning and before I go to bed. And for me, it it just makes me so happy and it just makes me feel so much better about myself because I'm like I like I started doing my skincare because I saw that my f- skin wasn't doing so well. Um and I was like, "Okay, Kim, maybe you should start doing your skincare again because I had stopped." And I started feeling so much better about myself. I was like, dang girl your skin looks good (laughs) and so now that's a way for me also to just connect with myself and you know just be with myself without worrying about other things that's going on in the world and connecting to my emotions so those are the ways that I practice self-help um before we go into the part two of this episode we're gonna take a short break Okie dokie, so welcome back from our little break. We, I'm, not we, I am going to talk about, in the second part of this episode, I'm going to talk about the, a few different ways that you can practice self-help. I'm not going to say that they're simple, 
um, because not all of them are, and some of them may be simple for me, and some of, and those can be difficult for you, so I'm not going to say they're, they're simple, because they're not for everybody. And also, these are not the only ways to practice self-help. Disclaimer, they are not the only ways to practice self-help. You, These are just the ways that I... I practice self-help and also ways that um, I think is also really beneficial. I don't do all of these because not all of them speak to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so again, disclaimer, if some of them don't speak to you, it's completely fine. Not all of them have to. They're just examples of ways that you can practice self-help and... Self-help is personal to everybody else, and if you find a way that works for you that isn't on this list, then good for you. Really good for you. So, let's jump right into part two, shall we? So, the first way that you can practice self-help is finding something that relaxes you, whether that's meditation, um, listening to calming music. Well, music that calms you because not all common music calms everybody. Um, listening to music that calms you down, uh, taking care of whether you know it's your skin, taking a bath. Um, if you like doing your nails, do your nails if that relaxes you. Really, do anything that is relaxing to you, and this is self help because it's a way for you. To disconnect from, you know, social media, disconnect from what's going on in this world, especially right now because we have a freaking pandemic. Freaking sucks. <laughs> um, it's, you know, a way for you to just disconnect from all the shit that's going on right now in this world and being with yourself for however long you need to. You know, it could be five minutes of meditation or even an hour of meditation if that's what you need. It could be, you know, putting on a 15-minute face mask or, you know, literally going to uh, get a facial or a massage. Really, anything that relaxes you and calms you down. And, yeah, it just lets yourself be with yourself in a moment and without other people's opinions going through your head or you know, all the toxic shit from social media and stuff. I should stop swearing. I don't swear this much on podcasts. (laughs) Anyway, so the second one is, I talked about this one a lot already in the first part of this episode, is therapy. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you need to go to therapy, otherwise you know, otherwise something. No, I'm saying if you notice that you, if you notice that you need external help, if you notice that you're at a point in your life where you can't handle everything on your own, first of all, it's okay if you're at that point in your life. Everyone gets there. Everyone has that point in their lives. Some And most of us have it multiple times in our lives. And that is completely fine. And if you're noticing that that you are at that point in your life and you think that you need external help, um, then that's amazing. And 
if you are comfortable enough going to take the action of, you know, going to therapy or talking to someone, then that is amazing. And even if it's just you realizing that you need it, but you're not comfortable yet or you um, you can't take that step yet and go, that's completely fine. The most important thing is that you can notice and that you can see that you're at a point in your life where you need help and that you can't do it on your own. And it's completely fine and normal for that to happen. So that was number two, which is therapy and noticing that you need external help if you're at that point in your life. Because not everyone is today. <laughs> um, number three is letting yourself feel. What I mean by that is you... A lot of the time, and I say this quite often, I think, yeah, I say this quite often, is that people tend to disconnect from their emotions, especially negative, quote-unquote negative ones. No, no emotions are negative. They are just a state of being, and they help you grow and learn different things. So... You know, if if you see that you need to cry, cry. If you th- if you're noticing that you need to scream and punch something, scream and punch something. God damn it! Just let yourself let yourself feel. Okay, let yourself feel. I'm. I feel like I'm saying that a lot, but it's really important. You need to let yourself feel. Or even if you are noticing that, like. You feel guilty when you're feeling happy. If you notice it, you, at least you notice it. But it's okay to feel happy if if you do feel happy. It's okay to feel sad and depressed if you do feel sad and depressed. There is no shame in feeling certain emotions and certain things. And we just need to let ourselves feel. Like, let, just let yourself feel. Okay? And if you're in like a public area and you feel like you need to cry, hold it in if you feel like you can't cry in a public space and wait till you get home or wait till you're in a safe place. If it's with somebody else or on your own or with your cat or with your hedgehog, (laughs) then cry in a place or, you know, feel in a place where you're comfortable so that you're just connecting and it's you and yourself and your emotions and you're just feeling we're all human we all feel we all feel okay so that was number three letting yourself feel number four is doing things that make you happy i love this one so much (laughs) because i love doing things that make me happy because you know they just make me happy i and i don't sometimes i feel like i don't take enough time to do things that make me happy but now i'm taking more time so i'm really proud of myself and you should too you should take more time to do things that make you happy you know if it's taking five minutes to five or like just taking some time to play with your pet or you know spend time with someone you love or you know playing a sport doing something creative, artistic, doing, I don't know, painting your nails if you love doing that, Um, taking a walk and just breathing, and if that makes you happy, 
then you should do that. Because especially right now, again, with this freaking pandemic, everyone is really stressed out. Everyone is really, you know, anxious, which is completely normal to feel those emotions and the state of being. And especially now, we should all take time to do things that make us happy and make us kind of forget about what's going on. So number four is doing things that make you happy. Number five, I think I have six on my list. Yeah, I have six. I'm sorry. That, oh, that bothers me. Six. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, number five is letting yourself be authentic. Okay, this is something that I find really important. My mom always tells me, Yakin, are you being authentic? Yakin, are you being authentic? And what I mean by being authentic is, are you being true to yourself? Are you listening to yourself? Are you doing these? Are you doing something based on your, based on what you really want? Do you have that gut feeling that says that it's a, this is the wrong thing to do right now? Being authentic is listening to yourself and being true to yourself and that's something that I thought I was but then I realized that I wasn't really authentic and so now I need to learn to be authentic myself and I'm doing better so yay me (laughs) um especially on I feel like especially on social media people aren't authentic people aren't showing who they truly are, which I talk about and let's talk about Insta versus reality. You should go listen to it if you're interested. <laughs> um, people on Instagram and on social media, whatever social media that may be, people aren't authentic and it makes us feel shitty about ourselves. Let's be real. Let's be real. There are so many times where I've seen a picture of a completely photoshopped picture that looks like it's natural, but we all know it's not. And I feel shit about myself. Um, And the people who do that, they're not being authentic to themselves. And they're in that place. And, you know, people are wherever they are right now. And that's fine. But you also need to stay authentic to yourself. You need to listen to yourself. If you're in a situation where you don't feel comfortable say that you're uncomfortable or if you need to do something that you that you feel that's wrong then say that you're wrong or if you feel like you need to say something but you're too scared of saying it because of something that may happen you need to you just need to let it all out be authentic to yourself so number five i I hope that makes sense i really hope it does (laughs) so number five is letting yourself be authentic and number six is being around people who make you feel good and happy. You need to just take some time, hang out with a friend, with a group of friends, with your mom, with your dad, with your sibling, someone who makes you feel happy, someone who makes you feel loved, someone who makes you feel safe, and just take time to be with them and just be present in the moment. Oh, that's another thing for self-help. Be in the moment. Be in the moment. You need to be around people who make you feel good and happy because they're probably going to make you forget about what's going on. They're probably going to make you forget about and make you feel better about, you know, situations that are going on in your life. And 
being around people who don't make you feel good, who make you feel bad about yourself, who make you feel not good enough, they only make you more sad, more depressed, more angry. Um, and so just take the time today to, you know, maybe ask a friend to take time to have a tea or a coffee or ask your mom or your dad or your sibling um, if you want to, you know, play a card game with them. Ask your partner if you want to take a walk with them, you know. And all of these things that I've just listed for self-help, they're not all easy. I admit they're not all easy. I'm having hard times with some of them myself. Um, and that's okay. And even if none of these speak to you, then that's okay too. You just need to find what works best for you um, and will help you get better. Or, you know, maybe you can talk about this to someone else and you say, you can do self-help with somebody else. You could, if for, okay, okay, hold on. Let me formulate this phrase. (laughs) If for you, for example, this is an example. If for you, self-help is, you know, taking it, half an hour or an hour to read a book that you love reading and you want to share that with somebody else and then you read it together that's also a way of self-help self-help isn't always on your own it can be with other people as long as it's your decision and it makes you feel better okay so that was kind of a little bit of a reminder (laughs) um and now I'm going to get ready to wrap this episode up. I also, I really hope that the ways of practicing self-help helps you. I really hope it does. I hope that it kind of gives you a pathway of, yeah, we can call it a pathway. Like kind of a mini road to understanding what makes you feel better. Um, and yeah, so again, I'm going to say it again. I feel like I said this a lot, but I'm going to say it again anyway. None of these... Hold on, I'm going to formulate this a different way. Because, um, Okay, let's see. Not all of these ways of practicing self-help works for everybody. If it doesn't work for you, that is fine. If it takes you a while to realize what makes you feel happy, what makes what are, what's going to make you feel better in the long run... That's also okay. If it takes you longer, completely fine. It's a journey with yourself. Um, It's a journey. It's a journey. And journeys can last a short amount of time, but they can also last really long. And it depends on the person. So don't beat yourself up if it takes longer for you to realize um, different ways that it's going to make you feel better or anything. Because it's... It's all you, okay? And no one can judge that. No one can criticize that. No one can put you down for that. So, yeah. All right, everybody. So that was it for episode 22 on self-help. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that it gave you kind of like a better understanding of what it means to do self-help and kind of like a few ideas of how you could practice self-help. If you think that this episode can be beneficial to someone that you know, share it to them and share it on your social media so that more people can listen to this podcast and this episode. Don't forget to 
like this like this episode subscribe to this podcast and i've never said this before because i always feel guilty about saying it but give it a five star rating okay (laughs) and don't forget to download it as well i upload a new episode every sunday at 3 30 um if you have any recommendations if you have any ideas for future topics for episodes you can dm me and contact me on instagram at yakin sadie all lowercase and at it's okay.podcast also all lowercase both on instagram again i upload a new episode every sunday at 3 30 and yeah i wish you all a wonderful beginning to your week or whenever you're gonna listen to this i hope that you have a wonderful day And I will see you all next Sunday. Bye!